0: Well, this was not a boring Oscars, to say in the least. <laughs>
1: wow. Against all odds.
0: Holy crap.
2: I, I was saying this one was going to be a train wreck, but uh, good lord.
0: And, and the weird thing was, it wasn't a train wreck. It was just wildly unpredictable and then had the moment of the year <laughs> happen. Uh the I, moment that makes you forget the La La Land Moonlight incident, like by, by a I long. I was
2: about shot. to say.
1: <laughs> well, I mean that was a train wreck in and of itself. Now I'm. Well, thinking, that was a train
0: wreck because of technical error. This, this was something else yeah. entirely.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: This was for me the office moment where they're like, "It's a train wreck that you want to look away, but you have to stare at it <laughs> <laughs> because mm-hmm. they are making you." And wow. Yeah, Yeah. I think this will go down in, in history. I bet no one knows what we're talking about.
0: Well, we're going to talk about it in just a second. But first of all, hey, everybody, we are literally recording like mere minutes after the Oscar ceremony right now for whenever you hear this. And yeah, let's just start off. Hey, I'm Justin Zarian. Hello, everybody. Over here, we got Rose. Hello,
1: hello.
0: And over here, we got Melina.
1: Hey, my adrenaline is still coming down.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, we we just got to start with this. So for people who did not watch the Oscars this night, we all know that Will Smith was probably going to win Best Actor tonight. That was a big prediction. Mm -hmm. Everyone was saying that across the internet, that he was the favorite, even though I think other people were better this year. That's just my opinion. But... Uh,
1: Yeah.
0: Here's the thing. was a pretty tight race this year. Yeah, he was good. But it's like... So... But then... The, the most insane moment happened where Chris Rock came on stage for a totally different bit, not even when Best Actor was being announced, made a crack at Jada Pinkett Smith for her, you know, I guess she's going through alopecia, I think, right now. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming. That's what I've heard. Yeah. yeah. Well, and from, we, what,
1: from what we learned after the fact.
0: Yeah, least, yeah. Because he, 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 he called her G.I. Jane with that haircut. And it's, she's, he's not the first one to make that joke this night. I've seen other people make that joke. But for some reason, sure. that was the breaking point for Will Smith because... <laughs> Unprompted, he walked upstage, slapped Chris Rock in the face, and then walked off and for a minute, Ard. for half a minute, was censored as he shouted, Don't you put my wife's name in your effing mouth repeatedly at him.
1: Yeah. And, and yeah. Chris and Chris Rock responding, It was a G.I. Jane joke. Yeah, is this worth it? That, <sighs> this is why it was a minute and a half, because when he explained what the joke was, Will Smith just comes right back out and says, Oh, No. You do not talk about my wife.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> we talked about this in our chat. And there's probably some reasons behind this. It doesn't excuse the behavior, obviously. It does not excuse no. it at all. No. I, I understand that there. Will Smith is going through a lot lately with all the stuff being aired out about his open relationship with Jeta, All the stuff going on with. People making fun of him online for a whole bunch of stuff, including for this movie in a lot of cases. And I get that. And I get that being a celebrity, especially one of his height and power, is hard. But that does not excuse. It, 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 if you had to make a moment about that, do it during commercial break, do it behind the scenes, yeah. talk to him. Right. Don't go on stage unprompted to make the world see you hit this man in the face. What, what good yeah. will that do for his image? Yeah,
2: like, just stick to yelling at him from your seat. It'll get censored. He'll hear it. You know, that it, that's fine. That's the perfect way to make it fit if you're going to call him out for making fun of your wife's appearance like that, because that is pretty crass. But... Yo. <laughs>
1: the worst thing about that was when we find out that Jada may in fact have this condition that causes her hair to fall out,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: that's one thing. But the way that Chris Rock handled that, there was not a moment where I thought, oh, he's aware of that. This just came across as a complete ad lib. Yeah. He was making an on the surface joke in the moment. And for Will to just come up and hit him, you could tell he was not he was not expecting that at all.
0: Oh Will no. Will walked up yeah. on
1: the stage and you could tell that Chris was like, Huh, what is he doing? What are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah. Like up until the moment he hit him, he was like, Oh, what is this a bit that we're gonna do together?
2: Yeah.
0: Oh god. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and and then for the rest of that time on stage, Chris Rock looked like a beaten puppy throughout it too. Cause he's just like Yeah. I mean, oh. Was, oh, it was so sad. He was just like hiding behind like when Quest Questlove came up. Nobody could pay attention to anything Questlove was saying because they were looking at Chris Rock shaking and shivering in the back there. You're just like, oh, my goodness. Yeah.
2: Like, I I feel so bad for Questlove because he gave a genuinely emotional speech. I mean, the the bits of it that I was able to pay attention to. And I was trying, yeah, you know, amidst the, yeah, the adrenaline rush of what I just watched. I was like, man, this is so unfair to him. And when they would cut to people in the audience, everyone was on their phones. Yeah, Some guys on waiting Twitter to or texting meetings. each other, holy shit, Will Smith just punched Chris Rock, oh, whatever. So just yeah. He kind of ruined the rest of the show after that because you had that moment with Questlove's speech and then the in memoriam was right after that. <laughs> like he could not have picked a worse time Ugh. to do that. Oh
1: my god, I-, I could not even pay attention to the in memoriam after that. Mm-hmm. Because I was I was talking to like ten people on the phone at that point, yeah. saying, Did you just see this? <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: And, I, yeah. Oh. oh my god. It, and I, I know that I said this on the chat, and I've already seen people making sort of apologies for him. But that, for me, was I think one of the trashiest moments. I've yeah, never yeah. seen on Oscar history. It turned
0: into a reality TV moment.
1: It did.
2: They were both very much in the wrong. It's just not fun to, or good to you know make fun of somebody's appearance. You know whether or not he knew about her condition. That that's just don't do that, man. Come on, it's that's pretty low. But yeah, also don't slap somebody for a crass joke. I mean, yeah. Ugh. No winners
0: here. I I saw on Twitter, my wife found this post, and I usually don't agree with this this comedian, but Kathy Griffith made a great point where she's like, now all the comedians performing around the country are just going to be looking behind their shoulders or looking around the audience for whoever's going to punch them in the face next time they make a joke about them. (laughs) It's it's just, it's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, usually I wouldn't agree with her, but yeah, this is what comedians go through, you know, where they have to deal with these Mm -hmm. sensitive egos. And that's why... Being a host or any kind of presenter at these award ceremonies is a crap job. Like, lately especially, you know? Yeah.
1: Last time that the three of us were sitting down together was this time last year. And the biggest Oscar controversy that I think that we all believed we were going to face was that we believed that... Chadwick Boseman had been snubbed for best cat for best Oscar. Oh,
2: I'm still upset about that. But yeah. Yeah. I, I
1: still am. And I'm, I'm still very sad about that, even though I think that, you know, I, I think Anthony Hopkins did a wonderful job. Mm-hmm. But oh, this yeah. year, I'm like, I am hard pressed to think of a single Oscar moment that was crazier than this.
0: I, I'm struggling. Because, I mean, th- you know, that's to say, like, not to just only make it about the Will Smith moment, but this ceremony was well, not flawless. It had some issues, yeah. but I will mm. say it was better than last year and better than probably the year before that yeah. too. You know, this is a little bit of a step in the right direction, even with some of the weak points. But yeah, it's, yeah. Hard, to, it's hard to focus on that stuff because I had a list of things in my mind of what I wanted to talk about and I still remember them, but I was struggling to think yeah. about them because I just couldn't think about anything else after that happened.
1: <laughs> yeah, that raised the bar for craziest live moment that I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, I think that there was like maybe an hour left in the show Mm -hmm. and I'd be, I really am. I I really cannot think of anything else, but what I saw there, I was like, that really was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen committed to live TV. And they tried so hard to play it off.
0: (sighs) Yeah, it's almost on the level of like Kanye and Taylor Swift at the VMAs that one year. You know, something something on that level where it's just, it's unexpected, Mm -hmm. it's crappy, you don't know how to respond to it when it happens kind of thing. But the thing that made it worse, and I will just say this, we can just talk about Will Smith also winning Best Actor, that speech, okay, I get Will Smith literally, you could tell, he felt no remorse at all doing what he did. But then also to, to like, I, again, I think he's going through a mental breakdown. I think he's having some emotional problems because that speech, even as emotional as it was, it was also just like, I don't know how how sorry I should feel for you, man. You, you're trying to be this guy, like I'm protecting my family, I'm protecting my people, but assaulting a comedian is not you being the bigger man in the situation, you know. And it just
2: anyone, yeah that that speech was most definitely written before he decided to punch somebody on live TV because there were so many references in there about how you know, God has put him here to protect people and to surround oh. people in love. And oh. I'm like, you sure?
0: <laughs> and he almost apologized to Chris Rock, kind of, but then he said, I apologize to the Academy. Uh, as if I offended yeah, them. Not Chris Rock, nominees. not that douchebag over there, but you guys who had yeah. seen me punch the douchebag. I'm like, that's not an apology. If
2: he had left it vague, if he would have just said, you know, right at the end, just look, I apologize. And left it at that, that could have been open-ended. You know, it wasn't specific. But then again, it's not not specific, you know, that's something. But the fact that he deliberately said specific entities and none of them were the ones that he assaulted 20 minutes beforehand was like. Eh. Oh.
1: Yeah. And he spends the entirety of that speech talking about how, you know, we're, we're, we're the victims in this situation. And, you know, it's so upsetting to see people hurt others for the sake of fame. I know. And I'm like, <laughs> Wow, you really do not have a sense of irony, do you? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> it was and and to see him sit there and give those those crocodile tears, which I can guarantee he's been rehearsing since he decided he was going to be a producer on this show. Once
0: he realized he was the front runner to win. Yeah, especially. Yeah.
1: I- It's like there was not a single moment of that speech that I thought was genuine in any way.
0: Yeah, I think some of it was genuine, but not for the reasons that it should have been genuine. Like, I think he is legitimately going through some hard times right now. But it's not, this was not the right way to address it after doing what you did. You know, if this was Mm. totally, if he had not done that and given the same speech, it might have still been a bit rehearsed, but it wouldn't feel nearly as disingenuous as it did here, you know?
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. The
0: one thing, though... Again, if the Oscars wanted to increase their viewership and attention towards the ceremony, they got it. Because this (laughs) is exploding with memes right now. Like, literally 10 minutes afterwards, there was, like, hundreds of memes from different sources already spoofing this moment. I'm just like, yep, this is going to be that thing. It's going to save the Oscars, but not for any good reasons for the ceremony itself.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and, and like, this is something I said in the chat, but you cannot engineer these kind of viral gasp worthy moments like they try every single year to come up with some dumb gimmick or something that they think the boys in marketing have told them no this will be it that this will get everyone talking you cannot do this stuff intentionally somebody slapping somebody at the oscars or reading the wrong envelope or i don't know a light falling while someone is giving a speech that's the stuff that people are going to talk about
1: like I said, there was a time where to announce the wrong best picture winner was enough to get yeah. everybody talking. But to get us back to the beginning, if you really need any proof that the Oscars are just desperately trying to find relevance again, you open with DJ Khaled.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <Wow>. Well, <laughs> oh, there was a bunch of moments like that throughout this, because that was one where I'm like, yeah, welcome to... Ten years ago, when DJ Khaled was still a thing, <laughs> you
2: know. Right.
0: Um, and then th- th- they do that thing, like, "Hey, we're sorry that we didn't nominate. We didn't. We don't talk about Bruno, so we're going to do a performance of that. Only part of it, though, because then we're going to hijack oh. the song for Megan The Stallion to show up and have her do a improvised Oscar rap. And you're like. Well, what was that all about? That was just
2: was that supposed to be like the opening song or something? Because that's what it felt like. Since you know they switched it to a song about the Oscars and didn't actually sing the actual song.
1: I know it felt like a PSA. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, it's the Oscars, and I'm here to say." <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: they made such a big deal. Like they announced it like twice of coming up next, the first ever live performance. If we don't talk about Bruno and. Really, it was like the first live performance of the first thirty seconds of the song.
1: Oh, I know. And that was the that was the sad thing is that they got John Leguizamo to come in and introduce it. Yeah. yeah, I know. And you're like, yeah, this was the because I mean, for for people who don't know, there is the big controversy going on as to why the biggest song to come out, arguably this year, is you know we don't talk about Bruno and why it was yeah. not even nominated for best original song but the tr- apparently the truth is is that the filmmakers for Encanto did not submit it yep. for consideration because they did not think that it was going to be the hit that it ultimately was so it, it seemed like it was the oscars trying to kind of backtrack on that where they were like well you know we know that this is the song that everybody wanted but i was like this is the way that you're going to do it
0: yeah no it, it it's i don't know there was just such a weird way to do it, and. It's, again, I remember Brad and I talked about this on the last podcast where basically the Disney films will often submit their kind of anthem songs over any of the other songs. Like, even if they're not the best work, it's, you know, the big number, the Beauty and the Beast song, the, mm. you know, the whole new mm. world song. They always prioritize those. Blame Canada. <laughs> but, well, that's not Disney. My favorite. I mean, <laughs> oh, Did man. win. Yeah, but so, okay, here's the thing, too. There's some other stuff that's going on that's not great with the Oscars so far. Like, I gotta say, while this ceremony again was better produced than last year's ceremony, my goodness, there was quite a few technical problems this year, too. Like, oh my God, yeah. people putting the wrong graphics yeah. up at certain points, the audio cu- cutting out on people's mics. Oh my gosh, when they were announcing the best actress nominees and the clips for The Lost Daughter and Spencer looked like they were in like. 240p, they were rendered so poorly. Yeah,
2: Yeah. the VHS rips.
0: (laughs) It looked like old footage from the 80s that was converted from film reel or something like that, or like from television.
1: (laughs) It really did. I I actually, I went back, because I just got uh, Peacock as an app on my TV, and Mm -hmm. I went back and I was watching some of the old, the, uh, old office clips, and some of their old footage is like extremely blurry and yep. very hard to see. That's exactly what this looked like. I was like, "This looks like retro footage that they just put mm-hmm. up again, but did not actually upgrade what it looked so that we can actually see it." It was yeah. it was blurry. It was grainy.
0: It was really bad. It was washed out looking. Because I mean, I know that happened in Seinfeld too on Netflix, where any stock footage images outside of the actual film clips is all blurry because they can't upres stock footage. So you're just like. Oh come on you guys have if at least you have the Blu-ray of Spencer don't tell me you don't have yeah. a better copy of that movie it's been out for 4 months
2: <laughs> I could go on F movies right now and find a better copy of the clip that they used at the Oscars tonight
0: oh my gosh and then when Will Smith was giving a speech suddenly they started putting the Oscars logo in front of him i'm like did he do something <laughs> yeah. weird did he did he, did he did he did he flip off chris rock off stage or something it's like nope somebody was just really yeah. lazy and pressed the button on accident <laughs>
2: Uh, about six times on accident. Yeah, yeah
0: six times. Oh seriously, God. it's like, wait, is that their way to try to tell him to get off the stage? Is just by flashing him with the logo?
2: <laughs> like my theory was, they somebody accidentally hit the button, and, and have you ever done something like that where you accidentally hit a button mm-hmm. wrong and you you do it too fast to try to like undo it, or you just keep turning it back on? Like I imagine that's what they were doing. Like, shit, no, just, go. <laughs> just push it slow. Just there, you go.
1: <laughs> no. I've never done that.
0: No. No, never. I've never <laughs> done that during a high school production when I was the sound operator. It's never happened before. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh.
1: Speaking I, I, of sound operators. Oh,
0: God, yeah. What happened when they had Elliot Page and J.K. Simmons on stage? Like, someone's microphone just went out, I think, right?
1: I think that was both weird. of theirs did. Yeah, it was really... Uh, that was the thing. It's like, with they were off screen, and you couldn't really tell exactly where the error was coming from, but I was like, what is happening with the sound? It sounds like something is wrong with my TV.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. And then I think also they had the same problem with the Williams sisters at the beginning of the ceremony where it sounded like, (laughs) I think it was one of them sounded like they were speaking from a football stadium like, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh. It's like their, their microphone was catching... Not the actual sound of their voices coming out of, you know, their mouths right in front of them, but it was like their microphones were catching the sound of their voices coming out of the speakers behind them Mm -hmm. going to the audience. It was bizarre.
1: It's like, is Richard Williams continuing to screw with them?
0: <laughs> it's tough love. <laughs> tough love.
1: Oh, I know. Oh, I, I, that probably sounds in poor taste now, but after what Will Smith pulled, I'm like, you know what? I feel like I get a free reign.
2: You know? <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, my goodness.
2: And, like, during every musical performance, it it, it was way overproduced sounding mm-hmm. like the the music and almost every single musical performance was almost as loud as every single singer whether it was a group or a a soloist like reba mcintyre and it just sounded so amateur Mm
0: -hmm. well i think that's a problem that's affecting a lot of stuff in the industry because i noticed that with tv speakers with movies with television shows there's something going on where people's default settings is to have the music loud like it's really pronounced on its own audio track and i don't get why that is because it's drowning out people's dialogue like look Maybe you guys learned the wrong lessons from Tenet. I'm just saying that, but... <laughs> you know, the, the part that we didn't like about that movie is the fact that everyone sounded like they were underwater during the big scenes.
1: I know, it's like that whole movie was like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like
0: was... When, you, when you see freaking Aaron Taylor Johnson that gas matches. So here to travel the part, we're going to go to first this.
1: <laughs> it's like, no, Chris Nolan, we did not like how Bane sounded in Dark Knight Rises.
0: You think <laughs> Oscars are your ally. <laughs> but you were merely born.
1: I, I was molded by it. Take
2: <laughs> you away your Oscar, will anyone care?
1: I didn't see the Oscars until I was already a man. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, no the technical stuff like it wasn't everywhere, but there was some very pronounced stuff. And then one of my favorites was the dude who was filming Denzel Washington during the best actor part, and it looked like he just woke <laughs> up because it was like the camera was shaking like crazy, like oh shoot, so <laughs> I <know>. love. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I think that they were like all of us, where our adrenaline was going pretty damn high. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it you,
2: could be, man imagine Honestly. holding a
1: like 30 pound camera after what just went down and you're like okay just try to play it cool
2: i would not be surprised i mean if i sitting at home many many thousands of miles away was amped up just from having watched it i can't imagine what it must have been like being there
1: i know because you think he's gonna come for you next
0: oh yeah (laughs) that's the movie you're next man will smith hunting down people to slap him in the face
1: (laughs) And, I'm, and I'm, I, I know I laughed I was like but like you know Justin you made a joke early on I was like oh he's coming for you
0: too <laughs> oh, oh, I better watch what I say anything I record can and will be used against me apparently
1: <laughs> and apparently he will go to any length uh,
0: apparently yeah because he's a man I, I protect my people I will, I will do that because I'm a man and I, I protect those who need me
1: Oh,
2: mm. Jesus Christ. Mm. Okay.
0: Yeah. Now, yeah. with all that said and done, there's one more thing to address that we should, you know, talk about before we get to the winners, and the thing that usually is the thing that everyone talks about either being crappy or good, the hosts. So hmm. I, will, I will say this. <laughs> they weren't as bad as I was going suspecting they were going to be. And I will say this too. Yeah. Why wasn't Wanda Sykes just the host to begin with? Honestly, she didn't, exactly. need, yeah, yeah. she didn't need Regina Hall or Amy Schumer to be there. She was holding the audience just fine on her own for the most part.
1: Well, yeah, from the very beginning, she was making the funniest jokes. Mm-hmm. Most of the off-the-cuff stuff were, was coming from her. And a- as much as I I appreciate and love Regina Hall, even when they announced yeah. that she was hosting, I did have a little question mark above my head where I was like, where, where did this come from?
0: It's because she hosted the BETs one year, so.
1: I, I guess, but I'm like, but then Amy Schumer, I was like, okay, well, I, I get that she's a stand-up <sighs> comic, but oh. she's she's nowhere, she's she's really, I think, one of She's the,
2: unfunny. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I, I think she can be funny, but I think if you're going to get a stand-up comic to come in and do the Oscars, the fact that that was the number one pick was kind of baffling to me.
0: I think she was the only Ugh. one who said yes. Honestly, like that seemed to be the thing. They, yeah, guess they, so yeah. they got the few people who said sure to the to the to the uh, petition. Like, can someone host this ceremony? They're like, sure, I'll do it. I got no, t- I got nothing else. Yeah,
2: no, she she even made the joke herself. Melissa McCarthy said no. <laughs>
0: That's so sad when you're underneath Melissa McCarthy in the casting calls. My goodness. All <laughs> yeah, right. right. Well, yeah, but
1: Melissa McCarthy's actually been nominated for two Oscars. Two so Oscars. Like, two yeah. Oscar nominations.
0: Yeah. My goodness, for drama too. Like, well, at least one of them for drama. We're, yeah. We're well, just well, fun. she yeah. she also
1: got nominated for bridesmaids, and you know that. Yeah, she the... also
0: got nominated for pooping in the sink. There we go. So.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, she um, she shat in a sink. We all we all know that. Yeah.
2: Well, talking about the host, they kind of disappeared like halfway through it. They didn't come back until what, like the very end when they were in the pajamas or whatever. Yeah, and that always happens. The TV. I, yeah. When they showed back up, I forgot they were there.
0: Mm-hmm. Honestly. That's why the hosting yeah. is such. It, it's it's such the undesirable job because most of it is about the awards and the the skits and the performances the host is just there to kind of be yeah. the wrangler you know like they they're only there when they're needed and then when they're not needed like during that big middle part it happens every year where they just disappear and then they're like oh yeah i'm also here too hi i didn't leave yet <laughs> kind of thing
2: yeah like yeah. I, that was the one thing that i thought about last year very few things I thought they kind of did right about last year is it was not really having a host, kind of. They they put the duties equally on everybody. Yeah, but that I thought, also... I mean, that, that works better. Regina uh... King
1: was kind of doing it.
2: Yeah, like she, yeah. she was... If you had to point to one person, it was
0: definitely Regina King, but... And she's,
1: she still uh... tripped on her dress. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and also, it's like, okay, I get where, you know, they're trying to be... so. I will say this, that this year felt a lot less aggressive and in your face with some of their points they were making, because, you know, obviously they had some real serious world problems to discuss, and they didn't need to, like, put a pedestal on the other issues at the time. Like, last year, that Mm -hmm. seemed to be the thing that drove people away in, like, you know, millions from the the telecast. This time, it was a lot more restrained, Mm -hmm. but it's still really hard to make jokes about Ukraine and... Amy Schumer just yeah. kind of slipping a few of those in, assuming that she'd get some laughs. And clearly nobody re- liked that or nobody reacted to that because there was one she did yeah. right before one person once presenting. She's like, yeah, like how the women in Ukraine are getting their rights taken away. OK, moving on. And you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just like, Ugh.
1: well, I, I mean, you know, I, I don't think it's hard to side with like, you know, stand with Ukraine right now. I know that it's a big hashtag. No, and- sure understand i'm not going to make this political i know that they were like there was a big controversy in terms of how they wanted to make it political and i'm really glad that they did not do that i know that there was Mm -hmm. talk about getting Zelensky in there to talk and i'm like yeah the guy has nothing better to do right now uh but even so i was like you know if you want to make a quick joke about it fine that's fine
0: yeah
1: you know it's like it's it's a current issue move on if it doesn't get a big laugh just just keep going and that's what they did so i was fine with it
0: yeah, that's just the problem is that I felt like her jokes were just not very funny. You know, it's like, it, it, nothing's Well, off. that's just par for the course. Yeah. Well, and it's weird <laughs> Amy Schumer actually did get some laughs out of me early on when she was ragging on the clearly easy Target nominees, as you mentioned.
1: <laughs> for just yeah, being like, the Ricardos mm-hmm. and Don't Look Up, which, I Justin, I'm sure you really did not like how many digs they took at Don't Look Up.
0: Oh, I hated it. Every, <laughs> every time it was a knife to the heart. Oh, it hurt so much. <laughs>
1: And I will say I really like Don't Look Up, but I app- I like those jokes. <laughs> I did.
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I love the dig on Aaron Sorkin's like it really takes a smart guy like you to make an entire Lucille Ball movie where it's not funny.
2: <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> I'm like, "Wow, she uh she came out with the claws and the fangs with a few of those jokes and mm-hmm. you know, bless her those part i will say that if you had to say when has amy schimber been funny it's like these jokes here i can point out those were funny kind of thing
1: i'm gonna give her a big star for the fact that she did not make a single joke about her vagina
0: yes oh we were so worried i know
2: that was the most surprising moment of the night honestly
0: yeah uh but they did have plenty of time to grope josh brolin and jason momoa in a thing that would definitely not be funny if it was a dude doing that to two ladies
1: yeah and i know that that's very much the joke which is, isn't it funny that I'm doing this? And I'm like, oh, come on, come on, guys. this Like, Regina Hall, you have... you're you funnier than this. Come on.
0: Yeah, well, she, that wasn't the first time either, because then there was that other joke she made about, um what's his name, Jacob Elodi from uh, Euphoria, where she was like, oh, hey, mm-hmm. uh, Jacob Elodi, you're you're legal. I mean, you're single, kind of thing, you know? I'm just like, ew.
2: That was so bad. Oh, I'm like, sorry, a...
1: was there someone that she didn't make a joke about who was male in that audience? Yeah. Well,
0: like... no, but I'm just saying, it's like these <laughs> crass jokes from just like, Ugh, if, again, if this was a guy, that would be like cancel. Yeah,
2: yeah uh, reverse yeah. the genders on that, and that would have been you know just as unfunny as it was the way it played yeah. out.
1: <laughs> I know, and to see Josh Brolin's face. It was like either that wasn't yeah. rehearsed or he's like the greatest actor in the world where he was just like, I either really hate this or I'm just going to pretend like I don't like this. Either way, I'm like, I feel so uncomfortable watching him. He looks like he is about to snap his fingers and erase half of the human race.
0: <laughs> if I could just get rid of her, then we'll be perfectly balanced.
2: <laughs> I did not get out of bed this morning for this.
0: Yeah. Jason Momoa is just like, I don't know. Ladies are like, this to me all the time. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. And then, like there was another. I don't one even a, know
1: what I'm here to announce. <laughs>
0: they made an incest joke about Maggie and Jake Gyllenhaal too, which is like, ew. Also, <laughs> I'm just like,
1: oh, I, I actually thought that was kind of funny.
2: No, uh, that one made me laugh. Okay, oh, yeah, I don't know. It really it.
0: Bad.
1: Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even see that as an incest joke. It's just the fact that like they're like probably like two yeah, of the famous working siblings
0: in this. Oh sure. Age.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. She just called out other famous couples and then had them right at the end. I was like, okay, that's pretty funny. Oh sure. That was <laughs> cute. Jake yeah.
0: clearly had a reaction like did she just did she just say that
1: I'm like, really <laughs> we got <laughs> something <laughs> to hide <laughs> together
0: <laughs> uh, but uh, honestly though of those three wanda sykes was definitely the mvp because she was holding it together for sure like she oh yeah,
2: yeah. she should have yeah. just been the, the only i think one.
0: I, I got the biggest laugh of the night during that uh that pre-recorded skit with the academy museum and i usually don't find those bits very funny because they're usually two-staged but yeah. she totally got me when she went over to the uh, Gelfling statue. She's like, "Oh, hey, white chicks! I love that movie." <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Hey, it's Harvey
2: Weinstein! <laughs> oh,
0: Harvey Weinstein!
1: <laughs> that was great. <laughs> and then she, what was it like? Oh, yeah, she she looks at um, the 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 merman from
0: um, Oh, Shape of Water.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I was gonna yeah. say not the creature from the Black Lagoon, but yeah, the Shape of Water. Yeah, no, here. that's Jason Momoa when he's been underwater for a long time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she had the best jokes of the hosts that night. So I'm just like, okay. Yeah. 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 I, I think she has that right tone of like, you know, the classic Oscar host kind of thing where she's funny, she's not too edgy, but she's just edgy enough, kind of thing. I honestly if mm-hmm. if they mm-hmm. brought her back next year and just let her host the whole thing, I think it would probably be just as fine without the other two hosts. it would be good.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I I did not think that You know, contrary to what I thought, I did not think that Amy Schumer was unfunny. I actually thought she was. She, she skirted my expectations. And Regina Hall, I thought she was funny as well, but I don't think they did very much with her. No. And I think, yeah, it's like, I think that Wanda Sykes, I think she proved, yeah, I I don't need, I don't need wing people on this one. I can do this whole ceremony on my own. She clearly is the one who knows how to hold her own, especially when it's off the cuff. Like when it was improvised, she knew exactly what to do. Oh yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. No, she she's a funny lady. I've always, like <clears throat> that's one of those things where it's like she's never in the best movies, but anytime she shows up in <laughs> something, even Evan Almighty, she's usually like one of the funniest things in any movie she's in. Where it's like, hey, she's yeah. really funny in that movie, which Evan Almighty is a big train <laughs> wreck, otherwise. So.
1: Oh yeah, she was the best thing about Monster in Law.
0: <laughs> oh what an honor! <laughs>
2: I know I know imagine how bad you have to be at your job as an academy producer where you make the decision that somehow Wanda Sykes needs two other people to back her up.
1: Oof. well, I mean that I'm sure this is something we're going to we're going to discuss, and that is the Oscars every year we watch them, they just prove to us over and over. How out of touch they are in the decisions that they make in terms yep. of how they want to be relevant. <laughs> and that was an example.
0: And one of the biggest decisions, just to segue into the winners, is after all that blue about cutting the categories they're going to televise at the ceremony, they televise them anyway. I <laughs> know. <Dunno. laughs> yes. They pre recorded it. So it's like, okay, they just get it in so they can edit it in, then go back to the ceremony. But they made such a blue, like, we're cutting these to shorten the time. The ceremony was the exact same time as last year's ceremony.
1: <laughs> yes. It's like, okay, so you cut out maybe an, maybe an accumulated 60 seconds in that you didn't show people walking up to the stage, but you still televised the speeches of the people yeah. whose awards you pre recorded. So, what was the yeah. fucking point? You, you have saved
2: literally zero minutes by doing this. Yes, yeah, correct
0: myself. <laughs> This was half an hour longer than last year's ceremony. So they did the opposite of what they had to do. <laughs> Someone just put out the time on Wikipedia. It was three hours and 40 minutes. And last year's was three hours and 19.
1: Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, my God. Well. Hey, let's do things like we used to in the 1920s. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, so. boy. This was a roller coaster of a year for the Oscars. It's probably going to generate some interest because, you know, again, they had their moment they were looking for, something where everyone would talk about the Oscars again. They just didn't get it for the right reason they wanted to. But again, like you said, Rose, and you've said Melina, it's better to just let the ceremony play itself rather than try to direct it like they did last year, where they're like, oh, clearly we're going to set up for the big moment with Chadwick Boseman. And that... Oh, yeah. So it's like, just yeah. let the ceremony yeah. happen and things will just occur. Things will happen. They'll get people talking.
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't hire Steven mm. Soderbergh. It's a waste of time.
0: Seriously. I, I, I didn't miss that at all with this ceremony. So, uh, but yeah, why don't we talk about the winners after all of that? <laughs> Were there <laughs> any? Uh, <laughs> no. Oh. Okay. Everyone, good night. Uh, that was, there was nothing else the Oscars. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... You know what? Uh, why don't we start with some of the smaller ones here, which, okay, okay there's no small winners, just small categories, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, but starting from the bottom of the list here on the wiki, we have the best visual effects category. And you know what? I'm just going to encompass this with all the the, the, the awards this won, because Dune swept with the most wins tonight with, I think...
1: That's not what it's called, Justin. It's called Dunk. Ask Rose.
0: Dunk. dunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Dunk. <laughs>
1: No, i um, not
0: But I think Dune walked away with six wins tonight for best visual yeah. best visual effects, yes. best film editing, best cinematography, best production design, best sound, and best score, which unfortunately Hans Zimmer was not there. So boo. Absolutely
1: yeah. deserving for every single one of them.
0: Yeah, like mm-hmm. I might have given Nightmare Alley for production design because I just saw that movie and oh my gosh, it's one of the most yeah. gorgeous things I've yes. ever seen.
2: But, yeah, I would not have been mad about that. Yeah,
0: but Dune's production design was really good too. I w-
1: so. I will say, I, I I said this in the chat. I'll be short about it. I really, really would have liked to see, I really would have liked to see Macbeth get production design yeah. because that yeah. really was some of the most stunning, like absolutely stunning contrast work I have seen in a very long time. Oh People yeah. People have said I mean, it's an MCS or it's an MCS or drawing come to life. So I will just parrot them. It absolutely is, and you cannot take your eyes off of it.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's one of those things where it's just like with that movie, uh, you know, they were going for much more of a minimalist approach. And those movies are a little harder to get attention to the Oscars because they're not flashy like Nightmare Alley or Dune or those films, but they're just as good, if not better, in their own way, too. So,
2: absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, best Costa Design went to Cruella. And <laughs> <Go> <laughs> forgive me, I put up that image. Uh, my One of my best friends shared a thing in my own, my other chat I was using tonight where he put up a picture of Danny DeVito from Always Sunny Philadelphia with that wig. <laughs> and it's like, I can't unsee yeah. that now. Because <laughs> he looks just like him in that shot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but.
1: That was actually one of the saddest moments, though, where they tried to play her off.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. They can't, uh, I'm so glad Ooh, that rude. some people fought back against the orchestra, but. My goodness, they were mm-hmm. way too sugar happy with the tech category.
2: Seriously.
1: They were. I was like, guys, we already know who won. Can you just let them talk? And
2: the the last winner of one of the tech categories, I forget which one it was, but it was after wasn't it after Will Smith got to give his rambling ten minute speech and these poor women it, literally like before, only
0: had time yeah. to say thank you. Yeah. Oh I'm sorry, was something came after that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that was before. I know which one you're talking about. I can't remember which category, but yeah. Yeah,
2: I, all they had time to say was thank you and then walked off. It's like, uh, oh, it, so
0: I get back. <laughs> yeah, at, at, at least Ryuzuki Hamaguchi, when he won for Best International Feature for Drive My Car, he actually yeah. told me to stop. And I'm like, good. Yeah. Shut that yes. down. Yeah, I'm sorry they speak Japanese and you don't want to hear that, you know, their accents. It's like, let it's them boring. speak. Boring. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Jesus Christ. That was the thing. It's like the the one guy, it's like there was like three of them who went up there to talk and one of them spoke for maybe 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. And it's like they thought that they were going to walk off and then they just started playing. But it's like, no, actually, we have more to say because there's more of us here. Like we made a three hour movie. We definitely have more to say.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, some people might say, "Well, you said enough." <laughs> In that case, but
1: Well, no. I've not seen it, so I'm going to reserve my judgment. I have a feeling I will probably really like it <laughs> when I I really see
0: wanted it. to see it, but Lexi every time this week when I said, "Let's go watch Drive My Car," she's like, "3 hours." Ugh. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, it, it was apparently very recently that you could watch it without having to pay twenty bucks to rent it. So.
0: Yeah, I, I was shocked they put it on HBO Max. I was just like, oh, I'm not going to ser- you know search around for a copy or wait for the theater. It's like, oh, it's
1: streaming! Yay! Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, well, the Oscars in two are in two hours, so I, by definition, do not have time to watch this. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Getting some of the other ones out of the way. Uh, Best animated short went to the windshield wiper, which I have not seen, so I can't talk too much about it, to be fair. Uh, Best documentary short film went to the queen of basketball. Again, I've not seen that. Uh, Best documentary feature went to summer of soul, which I mean, that was the predicted winner by a long shot. So yeah, 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 so it it, it was guaranteed to win. The one that surprised
1: sorry me, that, sorry that you had to go up there on the stage and be completely shell shocked in hopes that Will Smith would come right. up there again.
0: <laughs> exactly. The one that surprised me, though, I didn't know Riz Ahmed produced a live-action short film because he won the Oscar for that this year for The Long Goodbye.
2: Yeah, same. Did yeah, I, I think I was uh, making a drink or something when they announced the winner. Still <laughs> could see it from the kitchen. But I just looked away for a minute and they announced the winner and I kind of in my mind went, yay, congrats to whoever that is. And then I looked up and Riz Ahmed is giving a speech and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so now he is Oscar winner Riz Ahmed, but not for acting.
2: <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's more Oscars than I'm ever going to get. Good job, dude.
1: Maybe in the next few years, he'll become the next Kenneth Brana, where he will just take every category by storm. And if he does, I am absolutely here for it.
0: Indeed. Mm-hmm. Which, segueing from that point, thank you, Melina. Uh, Guess what one best original screenplay? Eat it, Chris. Eat it, all you haters. Belfast.
1: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so and, great. <laughs> and I will say right here, right now, I actually, it, 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 as much as I'm not crazy about that movie and to say that I'm not crazy makes it sound like I dislike it, I really like that movie. I just wasn't <laughs> in love with it. But I, I think the screenplay is wonderful.
0: Oh sure, I, I'm I'm playing it up mostly. I know I, it's okay if people don't love it like I loved it. I'm just happy I loved it. But if you don't like it as much as me, I I'm just I'm I'm goofing. I'm joshing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, but no, I was happy about that. I was pleasant. I thought it was going to be licorice pizza uh, for a moment, but I still held out hope, and I guess I was rewarded in that case. <laughs> yeah.
1: Licorice pizza went home empty-handed.
0: I, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Like I love that movie, but its subject matter is probably a little squicky for a few people so yeah
1: rightfully so i would say and
0: that's the thing is like it's not even that gross a movie it's actually rather sweet and really well done it's just it is what it's about it's
1: sweet as licorice
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> but then also billy eilish and phineas o'connell won for their no time to die song which hey i mean that was kind of a gimme it was just gonna win that no matter what I did guess. you guys know
1: that they came straight from the barber
0: <laughs> <laughs> that smock that she's wearing as a dress
1: <laughs> I couldn't get over that
0: well there was that and then uh, freaking her you know the the musician her who showed up and was wearing like a ba- like a, a shower curtain for, for what it looked like there Aww. <laughs> uh, there it was are some interesting was costumes <laughs> they, they look cute but I, I just there's some interesting design choices with some of these this year well uh, she and Beyonce's
1: dancers all apparently took the uh outfit that zendaya wore last year
0: <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was going to turn to a sprite commercial at the end of that because it's so lime green throughout the entire thing they did with beyonce
2: i got the impetus behind it that yeah that's the color of a tennis ball sure. i get it but by having everyone in the exact same shade of tennis ball green dancing on and around surrounded by that exact same color it made it really visually muddled. Like they had what I'm sure was very impressive dancing going on, but it was difficult to see because it was all the same color. I couldn't see anything. Yeah,
1: it was like, I-, I see heads and legs.
0: Yeah. And it was really brightly lit too. So it washed out the color a bit too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it, was like, it wasn't even like sprite green. It's, it's like, it's like, it's like, Lima bean green. Yeah.
2: Which... Yeah, and, and most most of the dancers were wearing very long, flowing gowns with long sleeves and stuff that covered up most of them. If they had all been wearing the same color, but I don't know, tennis outfits, you could have seen things better. But nope, everyone was just wearing lime green bed sheets.
1: I know your your focal point is Beyonce Knowles' like uh, diamond garter. Not unpleasant to look at.
0: Oh boy, but yeah. Uh, for other winners that I want to just single out here, best animated film went to Encanto. I mean, no shock. It's hey, the Disney film won on the Disney produced ceremony. Huh? Who would have thought, right? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, and then great, great, great movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, then Ariana DeBose mm-hmm. won for West Side Story, which again she was the front runner, yeah. so no shock there, yeah. kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. I saw that today. I actually thought she was absolutely wonderful.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. no, she totally dominated. I mean, she even got the America song down right. You know, that's that's like the big number from that show. <gasps> so
2: yeah,
1: I thought it was better than the original. That whole number, I was like, that that was incredible.
0: It's very different, but not just fair. as good, and if not better, in its own way. Yeah, I, I think yeah. Spielberg did a great job reinterpreting it in his style. The way he did it. Kind of
1: mm-hmm,
0: thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with that movie.
0: In terms of, I mean, sad to say, Power of the Dog only walked away with one win this night, but it was for Best Director, which was absolutely deserved. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. As, as Melina said, she, uh, Jane Campion finally made a film that she liked. So.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, I know. I am definitely of the unpopular opinion on that one.
2: I was kind of hoping Kirsten Dunst would
1: win, but. It is what it is.
0: Yeah, she didn't have enough momentum going on for that, unfortunately. So it's like, oh, well.
1: Well, I mean, they were the frontrunner for a long time. yeah. And mm-hmm. then there were a few things that kind of came in and snuck up behind them. But no, in terms of directing, as much as I'm not a fan of a lot of her previous films, I unequivocally, this was like, this was my number two film of the year. Oh, like, nice. Yeah. Love the hell out of it.
0: Yeah, this is in my top five for sure. So yeah. yeah, it was totally worth it. Now here's a few more you know, now we're getting to the multiple winners as well, other than Dune. So sorry Melina, we'll just do the painful <laughs> one first. The eyes of Tammy Faye won two Oscars for makeup and for best actress for Jessica Chastain.
2: <laughs> makeup I totally get. Well, yeah, I, fair, I don't even get makeup. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, to be fair, she is she is unrecognizable in that makeup. You know, like like that. that yeah, job she's
1: unrecognizable the same way that fucking like Muppets are unrecognizable.
0: <laughs> 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 Yay! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, well, it's the problem that they sabotaged Kristen Stewart and then there was a little talk about Nicole Kidman, but that didn't go anywhere. So they're like, <laughs> oh, who's left that we feel comfortable voting for? <laughs> I, I know, this was just, this year for Best Actress was such a, a crapshoot. Like, it was literally just like- It, it really no, was. There was no front runner. There was no guarantees. It was just like, a, who who can we lose the Somebody least
2: with? Pick a name out of a hat, who cares?
0: Yeah. I,
1: everyone I know who has seen Parallel Mothers- says that Penelope Cruz was phenomenal in it. Oh yeah. I have just not mm-hmm. seen it. But in terms of every other movie that I've seen, like I saw I've seen half of I, I've seen half of the Diana movie. I have seen I, I've seen being the Ricardos, did not care for it, actually. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh and I will never go near the Tammy Faye movie.
0: Mm-mm. <laughs> sorry I'm sure she's grading it I just I, I don't know that movie just kind of came and yeah. went like honestly I mean even, I, I remember when it came out it dropped on HBO Max and then it was just kind of gone honestly <laughs> oh well but yeah now for the big winner the one that kind of snuck up out of nowhere to become the lead contender Coda winning Best Supporting Actor for yeah. Trey Copser, Best Adapted Screenplay and Best Picture my goodness that was a pleasant surprise. The most normie movie on this list, you know?
1: My favorite movie of 2021. And I did not in a million years think that it was going to become the front runner.
0: Yeah, it kind of was a last minute thing. Like, it seemed like Power of the Dog was going to be the big, camp, you know, champion for this. And then slowly but surely, people started like, hey, Coda's really good. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really good. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 it's really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, it was have, have you
1: seen it yet, Justin?
0: I have not. But the minute that it won, Lexi and I were just like... That's our next movie. We're watching it tomorrow. So... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, have I, you
2: seen it? No, I have not.
0: I'm a hack. I know. It's, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, I would have watched it probably sooner, but I just don't watch Apple TV very often. You know, it's not one mm. of those things I just... You know... Yeah, yeah, I
2: don't have Apple TV, so I couldn't watch it if I wanted to, if
0: that's the only place to get it. Yeah, True. so yeah, no, you have fair. to either... Because yeah. uh, I don't think it's on Blu-ray yet either, is it?
1: Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it should be because it came out in I mean that movie was released I think what in July August of last year. Yeah. It was one of the first of the best picture nominees that was released. I think that's why people were surprised mm-hmm. that it got as much uh, love as it did. They thought it was going to be forgotten about.
0: Well, it was a like Sundance contender too. That's where it got its big like push initially. So
1: Oh no, I mean, it it was a big Sundance winner and it holds the record for the for how much uh, Apple bought it for a record amount. I think it was like, what, oh, 25 yeah. million that they got it for? It was oh, it yeah. Mean. That's the
0: thing with Sundance now. It's like, it used to be about the indie movies and them being small. Now it's, who's going to be purchased the most at Sundance? <laughs> that's always the thing right. I hear every year. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's money well spent, clearly.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah, Troy Kotzer is the heart and soul of that movie.
0: Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, he gave one of the best speeches of the whole night, too, honestly. like mm-hmm. that, that was tearful.
2: Yeah, it was. That
0: was lovely. Oh, was such a great speech. So, hey, good for Coda. I will now be guilted into watching it, and I'm sure I'll probably like it.
2: So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to watching it. I, I might have to, <clears throat> but um, I'll watch it.
0: Yeah. No. So that's hey, that's a solid list. Uh, I do like when Oscars are unpredictable like that. You know, you're not guaranteed to be safe just 'cause you're the front runner. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. That it, On top of everything else that was a roller coaster tonight, that was a nice little note to end on for the ceremony. And they didn't do the dumb stuff, reshuffling the order like they did last year. It was like, hey, just let Best Pitcher be the yeah. last award of the oh, night. Oh, God.
1: And it's like this time around, it was clear that they knew who the winners were before mm-hmm. they tried to build the show around what the audience expected.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which all of us last year were like, yeah, you know, Chad Moseman's Chad Bozeman's going to win because they're building the entire show around his work
2: only you get to the end. this can go wrong.
1: (laughs) And then you get to the end and they're like, even they were like, uh, yeah, we don't know what to do. Yeah,
2: right after they announced Anthony Hopkins. I mean, it ended like 10 seconds later.
0: And then that awkward, uh, I think they cut the quest love too where he's like, uh, uh, I want to thank the Academy and um, uh, I don't know what to say right now. Uh, Go to someone else, please. Oh, it was great. Uh, But yeah, I think on the whole it was a pretty good experience. It was not boring. (laughs) <laughs> to say in the least It was not a boring. It was pitch. interesting
1: <laughs> I, I would have said Yeah this went off without uh, Oh my god I actually was about to say that Without an ounce of irony I was about to say It went off without a hitch
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. ah. <laughs> Jesus Christ
1: <laughs> Like I said It was not on purpose
0: <laughs> When hitch threatened To break his shiz off If he ever touched him again Apparently he followed through With that threat <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> You come
1: 90 Then I come 10
0: hitch came 90 this time oh my god oh my
1: gosh <laughs> jesus christ
0: oh my i'm gosh. sorry
1: no will smith you're gonna get it far worse from from other people I, that's for the thing nice like,
0: <laughs> sorry just to cover about that too <laughs> is that i'm already getting messages from people during this recording people saying like was that fate was that fate was that fate that this is gonna be the talk for like the next week of like what happened? You know, it's just going to be, that's yeah, just Chris Brock's dominate. not
1: that good of an actor.
0: No, that, that's my yeah. defense. I'm like, that was genuine hurt and fear in his eyes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was so uh, it, like, yeah. If if you watch the, the, un, like the unedited version, which is out there for however, however <laughs> many more minutes before his publicist pulls it. Uh, yeah. You hear him hit him yep. and it's, a, you can hear, you can hear yeah. the the knuckle hit the jaw. And then you see Chris Rock's genuine look of shock. And then Will Smith sitting down there mm-hmm. screaming, like, don't ever talk about my wife. And he goes, I was making a G.I. Jane joke. And he goes, don't yeah. talk about my wife. And it's like, and he's like, oh, OK, OK. Yeah.
0: It's like, yeah, and that guy's fucking that scared.
1: It's...
0: <laughs> yeah, interesting too that we had to find out what he said through international television. Because apparently they don't care about censoring anything in Japan. Nope. <laughs> oh man I want to end before we wrap up I want to end on something kind of funny because we talked about this last recording too and I want to talk about this one we got to talk about the Razzies quickly oh boy they happened (laughs) Uh, I I, I got some stuff to say (laughs) (laughs) so the Razzies happened and last week I guess last time we recorded I said I felt like this was a pretty good list of nominees because th- it was a lot of really terrible movies like The Woman in the Window, Space Jam 2, Karen. But the film that swept the major categories this year was Diana the Musical from Netflix. Um, I, after hearing this, watched Diana the Musical. Rather than watch a Best Picture winner, rather than watch Coda, I decided to sit and let my brain melt watching Diana the Musical. And nice. I don't know if we actually did a review for this on the site.
1: Oh, I highly doubt it.
0: Yeah. Razzies, you were right on the money because that is a freaking terrible movie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh,
2: wow. So it, is it like a, a Princess Diana musical?
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yes. It is a Broadway musical that was made about Princess Diana. And the, here's some weird facts about this movie. The movie is a, you know, it's a film stage thing like Come From Away or some of the other ones that came out last year. Funny enough, mm-hmm. directed by the guy who did Come From Away, which makes it even sadder. Because that Come From God Away is a masterpiece, God. and this is dreadful. But this was a, mu- a thing where the movie, the film version, came out a month before it debuted on Broadway. So, mm. oh. yeah, that spoke to me. They had zero confidence in it, that they wanted to test the waters and see if anyone on Netflix gave a crap about this musical. You know, just to soften the blow when it gets slaughtered at the box office in Broadway. God, yeah which
1: basically means that if it bombs on if if it bombs upon initial viewing then by the time it hits broadway no one's gonna buy tickets
0: it it only had 30 performances 30 performances (gasps) and it closed oh god it is legitimately one of the worst musicals i have ever seen and i can't blame the actors at all even though they're all giving terrible performances A lot of them are veteran Broadway, (laughs) like, that's the thing, a lot of them are veteran Broadway stars. Judy Kaye is in this musical. Uh, What's her name? She was Carlota from the original the Opera. And she is...
2: Yeah. She just broke Melina.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she's playing a double role as Queen Elizabeth II and Barbara Cartland, the author. And she is trapped with, like, the worst number she's ever had to sing in her life. It's... It's oh, shocking. God. I know, Melina, you are terrified and shocked to hear that. It, it's like, what
1: have they got on you that you had to say yes to this? Yeah.
0: <laughs> right? I think they, they just said, who, who is British and popular on Broadway? Oh, Judy Kay. She's an older lady. <laughs> we can get her for this. <laughs> oh, oh, and my God, She won for Worst Supporting Actress. And then the main actress, Gianna De Wa- uh, Deval, uh, won for Worst Actress playing Diana. And again, she's been good in other stuff. She was in the Kinky Boots musical. She was in a couple other recent Broadway hits. But she's just stranded playing this super overly earnest performance as Diana singing some of the worst music I have ever heard in a musical. Because, honestly, Mm. every song sounds exactly the same. Same composition, same rhythms, same (laughs) melodies. They are almost every song the same exact song. Just repeated... Twenty something times throughout the throughout the whole thing. Well, no, I gotta watch so, it. Wait a and, minute,
1: Justin. Did you have to pull like a Tony Shaloub from from yes! Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? <laughs> yes, <laughs> You're like, it's the same
0: song. <laughs> it's, it's just it's so terrible, 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 terrible. <laughs> oh, and the words. I I made a list of some of the worst, cringiest lyrics I've ever heard from this. So there's a Pleasure. part where the paparazzi are singing about Diana and like you know talking about oh all the scandals and all the stuff. The the one of the lyrics they sing is better than Guinness, better than a wank, take one picture, money in the bank. That's an actual line they sung out <laughs> loud. Uh Jesus there's a part where Diana God. goes to visit a bunch of aid victims and one of the gay guys who's singing with her says, "I may be unwell, but I'm handsome as hell, so I'm sure we'll get good reviews." <laughs> Um, <laughs> there's, oh my gosh, there's tons of oh, and then the part when Diana has her first son William. <laughs> King Ch- Prince Charles's lines is, "I'm holding our son, and I have to say, darling, jolly well done." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I hate it.
1: Wait a minute. So is this like, what's up, Tiger Lily? Where they just purposefully said this stupid? It's unironic.
0: It's unironic. It is supposed to be like this like oh. earnest portrayal of Diana's life. And it plays like a parody. Because also, this musical takes the bizarre approach of giving Prince Charles and his mistress just as much airtime and screen time as Diana. Where half of the story mm. is about the behind the scenes machinations of what's her name, the the woman that he was having the affair with all those years?
1: Camilla. 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 Yeah, yeah. which, you know, who he's been married to her for, for like, yeah, 30 but, years, to be
0: fair. I know, but, but know. so, they made it all about them in relation to Diana as well, and then her affair that mm. she has with James Hewitt, that takes up, like, the bulk of the middle of the musical, where they have, like, mm. a sexy number with James Hewitt, where he's presented as this, like, hot, like, you know, cover model guy that she has, has her fling with, and... All sounds terrible.
1: <laughs> this is hurting you. Like, it's, it like was, it's, it's like visibly hurting
0: you. It's an hour and 40 minutes, and it took two and a half hours to watch it because we just had to pause and take a breath over the, <laughs> the terribleness. And it, it's not good music. It's not good dancing. It's not good songwriting or lyrics. It is honestly. It's not like good anything. No, it is honestly one of the worst musicals I have ever seen in my life. And I am. Well, kudos
1: good. to you for actually sitting through it. Because I, I don't I know, a a, I have never heard this referenced before. You actually talked about it.
0: I'm a witness to the atrocities <laughs> that "Diana" the musical inflicted upon the world, and the Razzies so did it right this year. They got it right.
1: <laughs> so you're saying that there, in fact, was a worse musical that came out this year than "Dear Evan Hansen."
0: Yeah, Something oh, actually swept that. Dear Evan Hansen is literary masterworks compared to the stuff that's in here. <laughs> at least Dear Evan Hansen Which... tried. It tried.
1: Well, <laughs> well, because, I mean, to talk about a movie that, that walked away with literally nothing this year, but it's, you know, it's one of my favorites, Justin, I know it's one of yours. Tick, Tick, Boom walked mm-hmm. away with literally nothing. nothing. But the mm-hmm. guy who came in to write the original songs for it that were not part of uh, Johnny Larson's original music was uh, the, the same Dear writer, writer yeah. from Evan from Dear Evan mm-hmm. Hansen, and I I loved every single thing about that movie. Loved every single thing about the music. This
0: should be the de facto version of Tick Tick Boom. Like having seen the stuff in the original mm-hmm. like half hour productions, I think this should be the new standard for how they do productions of Tick Tick Boom for the future. It's that good, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, fan of the musical. Will not be the standard of anything ever because it is a complete train wreck. <laughs> uh, and even worse, when I found out who wrote the music, because like I said, it was directed by the guy who did *Come From Away*, which he was clearly work for hire in this case. Like he, he just was there because he did a hit musical and they wanted something else big. Um, the people who wrote the music, I don't know about this other guy, uh, David Bi- Brian. Oh no, no, yeah, sorry, mm-hmm. David Brian is the one I'm thinking of. So Joe P- DiPietro, Di he's a guy who's just written some you know other musicals. David Brian. Yeah is the keyboard player from Bon Jovi who wrote this music.
1: Ah, that Jack. That actually kind of tracks.
0: Well, and that thing is, like, <laughs> what made it weird is that he actually won a Tony Award for a different musical, Memphis, that came out a few years ago, if you guys remember that one. Mm-mm. mm <laughs> I don't even think it was really that great a musical, but uh, that's i I don't think it's a great musical, but it is way better than this, even though it suffers from a lot of the same problems. It's just, I think this one was just made as a cynical let's just capitalize on Diana being popular again exercise because it was just...
1: Yeah. Yikes. In, in terms of a biopic that's really hard to adapt in a way that's tasteful and not just tasteful, but in a way that people react positively, I think Diana has been proven to be one of the most difficult. Mm-hmm. Like, even Spencer yeah. rubbed people the wrong way.
0: And Spencer's probably the most accurate, honestly, in terms of getting it right. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: it's. I think it's definitely the most... Well, I, I would say that the crown definitely tastefully portrayed her because honestly as i i hate the royal family and i love seeing diana as Mm -hmm. tragic as it is but you know spencer was completely her perspective the entire time Mm -hmm. and even then people were like well i don't really care i don't want to see i don't want to see this these people are all privileged And I'm like, well, I I get your argument, I understand your misgivings, but you have to understand that underneath all of this, this is a human being who is very, very, uh, he was going through a lot of mental illness and just because they're, especially because they're privileged and because everyone is looking at them, they actually cannot voice that struggle. And if I, I actually, Kristen Stewart was, Despite the fact that I did not watch that entire movie, her performance was my favorite of all of those that I saw because she brought that out so beautifully. It's like, no, I completely see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, her and Robert Pattinson—they both had great years in terms of saying "screw you" to those who say we can't act. Yeah,
2: it's almost like they're not terrible actors. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> who would have thought? We got Oscar nominee Kristen Stewart, and then Batman with Robert Pat- Pattinson. <laughs> so,
1: heck
2: yeah!
0: yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, after
1: Good Time, I was like, that guy can do whatever he wants.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That, w- that saved his career, honestly. So Yeah. Totally. Uh, but- but yeah, no. Th- this musical did not do Diana justice. In fact, it does the opposite problem of making her seem like she's this like cute, doe-eyed working girl representative who you know went through a hard time, but in the end she won and she was right kind of thing. And they do it so <laughs> tacky and tasteless. And again, a big chunk of the musical is talking about how her affair was liberating for her and all this stuff with the lurid tabloid s stories that they're going on like that. That takes up way more of the wow. musical than. And the worst part is there's no plot to the musical. It's just literally a touchstone of things you know about Diana, but the most surface-level things. It's...
1: So, it's Diana brought to you by the Inquirer, essentially.
0: <laughs> it, it pretty much... It's the, the Sun magazine. Like, like if the Sun magazine oh. in England made a Diana musical, because that would... Because then you can open up to that page with all the nudie pics in the Sun, and that's definitely the attitude they were going with this <laughs> one. Because, oh my gosh. They, wow. they don't show sex, but it's all about the lurid tabloid, you know, tableau stuff. It's just, it's... It's, it's the worst. It is the worst musical I saw all Jeez. year. And it's probably the worst movie I saw that last like, you know what I, I apologize. Woman in the Window, the, the woman across the street about the whatever. <laughs> you at least tried. You at least tried.
1: <laughs> I mean, they both tried very... I would argue that the woman in the window tried harder than the woman across the street did.
0: Yeah. But... And, you know, I gave that one a one, the, the woman across the street, whatever. I, yeah. I almost want to give it a two now because this is the bottom. This is the worst thing I saw last year.
1: <laughs> there you go. There to always be something worse. Yeah. But I'll say this, though. I really wanted to see Kristen Stewart win because I was like, I I want this to be the first time that someone accepts an Academy Award in shorts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, I did like those shorts. They look good on her.
1: <laughs> she uh, looked good.
0: Yeah. But no, then uh, just the last fiends with Razzie there that LeBron James won Forrest actor for Space Jam because he can't oh. act. He, he can't act. That's the thing. He just can't act. Like he was good nope, in Trainwreck, but it was because he had good directors and writers working with him in that case.
1: Oh yeah, no, he was hilarious in Trainwreck.
0: Yeah, but he's only in it for like three minutes, so that's why it worked, kind of thing. True. Uh, <laughs> J- Jared Leto, one for more supporting actor <laughs> for House of Gucci. Good. <laughs> uh,
1: no, no, Justin, that was not House of Gucci. That was Super Mario Bros.
0: <laughs> hey, nice. everybody. I'm an Italian man. I... I'm a warrior. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Truly a groundbreaking role the first time I've ever seen someone play a talking pile of spaghetti. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, brother. Um and then everything else was pretty I mean, Diana dominated so much. The one that was the shocking category that they did to replace some of the other niche categories. Was the Bruce Willis Award for worst performance by Bruce Willis in two thousand one, which is an actual category that they did, <laughs> and they voted that Cosmic Sin movie that nobody watched or cared about because Bruce Willis just oh, did a bunch of crap yeah. movies last year. That's just what it was.
1: <laughs> well, honestly, why do they even bother? It's like he doesn't care
0: because the because the Razzies are petty. They like to pick on people. So yeah, it's like yeah, it's
1: like well, I mean, it would be petty if it were Nicolas Cage because it's like yeah, Nicolas Cage you can tell cares, but he you know exactly why he's doing all these vod movies but it's like nicholas um, but with bruce willis Willis. i'm like yeah it's like why are you why are you even bothering to give him awards for shitty acting jobs he is. he stopped caring for at least like two decades now
0: yeah i mean even in the last few years he's clearly like yeah i'm not doing these movies no more nobody likes them i don't like them screw you guys and yeah I don't know why they're so jilted by that, but apparently there's enough. They gave him his own category for all the crappy straight to video movies. He showed up for like a minute in, you know, just like, all right, fine. Whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, it's all you can say. Fun stuff.
0: Yeah. So that's all I got to say. I mean, that was what a week it's been. <laughs> what a week it was <laughs> for awards. Indeed, <laughs> so uh, any last points to cover before we wrap up
2: no i'm I'm spent <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm sure everybody
1: wants me to stop talking, so I will just end with um, I will just end with uh i I know that people have been have been mixed on coda i I know that people have already started throwing up uh hashtags, but I'm like mm-hmm. just go see it." go see it. I know a lot of people have been discovering it recently and it actually is, I think it's, it's quite a wonderful film and you'll probably be pleasantly surprised when you see it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I will definitely watch it. That's going to be next to my list. So yeah, Yeah, sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You've said that for like the past three weeks.
0: (laughs) I I have a life. I have things I do. outside. (laughs) (laughs) There are kids who need me in their classroom to help them. There you go. Yeah.
1: Ah, God, I'm so jealous of people with lives.
0: Thank you, both of you, for being on this podcast. It was great. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yep, yep. Uh, And, yeah, see you guys. Uh, Not much whole lot else to say. Just bye. Bye. So long.